Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So in uh, just over 48 hours, we'll start counting the votes across this country and find out just how Canadians have, or will have decided, how this government is going to look. Will it be a majority government? Will it be a minority government? Will there be fallout across the country from a minority government? We talked earlier with uh, Professor Dwayne Bratt from Mount Royal University in Alberta about what would happen in the province if there were a liberal NDP green coalition government with the liberals winning less seats than the conservatives. And uh, Professor Bratt uh, had great concerns about what might happen. He also talked about equalization and the equalization formula. Uh, and he mentioned my next guest, Daniel Smith from QR77, our chorus radio station in Calgary. And Daniel is part of the Global News uh, talk show hosts uh, panel on Global News election coverage on Monday night. Danielle, thanks for taking the time. And Professor Brad said uh, he made a point of pointing out that you said yesterday on air, I believe that an equalization referendum is it's time for it now in Alberta. Well, certainly. I mean, if it is the case, I mean, it's kind of interesting to hear Andrew Shear, isn't it, talk confidently about how he's going to form government. I think it's quite possible that he'll get the most seats. But I'm not at all confident that he'll be able to form government. It doesn't look like the Liberals will give up power very easily, even if they get fewer seats than Andrew Scheer, which is their right under our parliamentary system. At which point, I think Albertans have got to decide whether or not they're just going to continue to take this treatment sitting down, because it feels really like the entire country has been campaigning against Alberta, or if they're going to do something about it. I think the best way to send a message to the rest of the country is to do what Jason Kenney promised all along. He wanted to have a referendum to take equalization out of the Constitution in 2021 to coincide with our municipal elections. I think you should do it now. Do you think the rest of the country understands the sentiment, the emotion, and the and what's happened in Alberta? No, I don't think they do at all. And part of it is that I don't think anybody really has done much campaigning in Alberta. I'm sort of surprised that you've got the Prime Minister there. I think he's going to be there at 11 o'clock tonight for a rally. But I think it's only a second time in the province, same with Andrew Scheer. And, and part of that is just numbers. It looks like it might be an entire sweep of Alberta, all 34 seats going Conservative, maybe one in Edmonton going NDP as it did last time around. And so in some ways it's been taken for granted. If you're taken for granted, no one takes your issues seriously. So there's been this huge debate going on about do we allow pipelines? Do we uh, shut down the oil sands now or do we shut them down 20 years from now? Do we prevent Alberta from being able to build a pipeline to Quebec? So there have been all these, these ways in which Alberta has been talked about. And the climate change discussion has, of course, been front and center with the uh, visit of Greta Thunberg a couple of times during the campaign. But it, it, I, don't, I think it's really more uh, the, the issues of Alberta are really more being discussed uh, as an auxiliary issue as opposed to a, a bread and butter issue. If you shut down the oil sands by 2030, it would be devastating. If you prevent Alberta from being able to build pipelines, it would be devastating. And I don't think Albertans would stand for it. So the, the, the word is brought up time and again, and that is an Alberta separatist movement. How realistic is that, um, depending on what happens on Monday? Well, I've seen polls in the last year to suggest that it's been as high as 25% support, maybe even higher. I think Jason Kenney has managed to quell that because people have a lot of confidence that his excellent political skills, his friendships with other premiers would be allow us to, to move forward on some of our issues. But I have to tell you, I, I just don't know if you've got uh, uh, Jagmeet Singh holding the balance of power 
can prop up the Liberals, he is in the riding that is the most opposed to the Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion. I, I can't quite see how he would continue to prop up the Liberals unless they agreed to cancel that expansion. And that would be devastating. So I think if, if that occurred, that would most definitely fan the flames of separatism. I don't think there's any question about it. So you have a lot of experience in the world of politics. You'll be on the panel on Monday night on Global News. What are you going to be looking for as the votes start to come in east to west? Well, I'm going to be looking at Atlantic Canada to see just how many seats the Liberals lose because they're going to start losing there. They're going to lose through Quebec because of the the, uh, the Bloc Québécois, which is surprising to me that they've managed to get new life. They're going to lose in Ontario, too, because they're not pulling anywhere near as high as they were in the, the last election. And they'll lose throughout the West and in British Columbia because they're also polling low, which is sort of interesting because they go into this election with 177 seats. And there's, there's I, I can't see any way that they'd be able to maintain a majority. And then I'll be looking to see um, Andrew Scheer, sort of the opposite. He needs to gain 75 seats to win a majority. And so we'll begin to see some early signs in Atlantic Canada, whether or not they're having a, a breakthrough, whether they manage to maintain or keep seats in Quebec, or where, whether it really just becomes a contest between the Liberals and the, the Bloc there. And then Ontario, you know better than anyone probably that uh, 905 all-important area code, the suburban commuter, whether or not they decide that they're going to stick with the Liberals or go Conservative, that'll really determine his outcome the rest of the night. I'll be speaking with uh, New Brunswick Premier Blaine Higgs in the next hour on this program and ask him about it. Atlantic Canada, but and I live in 905, and I'll tell you, Daniel, there's a tremendous interest. I, mean, I, I sense a greater interest in in this election than the last one, and maybe the last few, and maybe that's just because it's happening around me now, but I don't necessarily, I mean, I, I just feel there's a great deal of interest in this one. I think there is, too, and in, in some ways, it's because we've had a few surprises. I mean, Justin Trudeau's lost his rock star status, yes. and it's been gained by Jagmeet Singh. Who would have thought that he'd be the, the trendy, hot, new leader to follow? And that has has really changed the dynamic. It may not play out in uh, eastern Canada quite as much as it does in British Columbia, but that is that's one of the factors of course he's also um, he had he used to hold the riding in Brampton didn't he and so that's yeah. part of the reason maybe as well there's a little bit more interest in the 905 and how he's doing um, and then of course the uh, uh, the fact that Andrew Shearer I think had pretty low expectations on him going in and he's performed pretty well he started the campaign at 32 percent he's ending the campaign polling at 32 percent if you look at most of the polls so he's run a pretty steady campaign not quite sure why he hasn't broken through, but maybe that's um, something that we'll see on Monday night. Maybe yeah. he, he is telling uh, the truth from his own internal polling that think that people are going to be surprised that he's stronger than, than people think he is. He looks confident, that's for sure. He does. Daniel, thank you so much, and we'll look for you and the rest of the uh, Global News uh, panelists, radio panelists, on the, uh, on the broadcast on Monday night. Yeah, thank you again. Take care. Daniel Smith from QR77, our chorus radio station, great station in, Van, in Vancouver, in, in Calgary. And uh, Danielle, of course, has a lot of experience in the world of politics and um, talk radio. This is uh, this 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 election feels like it's going to throw us some really significant curves and surprises. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.